Welcome to Zero Context, the only show that will never betray you. I'm Natalie, joined as always by Axe. You must remember. And we are continuing our playthrough of Virtue's Last Reward, this time with Kay's Route. Before we get started, Axe, do you want to take us back to the voice acting corner? Yeah, yeah, we're covering uh, Kay for his ending, because, uh, you know, this is this is ending, and then he'll never get development ever again. I uh, love video games. Um, and Kay is voiced by uh, Daisuke Ono, who's uh, just been just been in the industry since, like, the turn of the millennium, um, did a lot of bit roles, and then was also just everybody. Uh, you might know him as Koizumi from The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, uh, Battler Ushiromiya from uh, Umineko When They Cry, uh, Silver the Hedgehog, uh, you probably wouldn't know that one actually, Sebastian from Black Butler, uh, Snowvaliers from Final Fantasy XIII and all of his uh, ensuing appearances, and uh, Jotaro, Jotaro from uh, Stardust Crusade, JoJo's. That's the one I'm in right now. I'm reading it. It's not very good. Part three is bad. Uh, we're an anime podcast now. <laughs> I mean, not not that far away. Um, over in the English side, pretty pretty dire straits over here. Um, we're stuck with Travis Willingham. He's also played a billion roles. I say stuck with because Kay's English voice acting. Not very good. Wouldn't have anything to compare it to, but not a big fan. You probably recognize him as Roy Mustang in the Full Metal Alchemist dub. Um, also plays Jugo in Naruto Shippuden uh, dub. Uh, Takashi Morinozuka in Oran High School Host Club. Uh, has played Knuckles and Zavok in pretty much all Sonic stuff since 2010. Uh, and has also played Thor in pretty much every animated uh, Marvel game or TV show. So it has, has a lot of hands in, in different pots, but not much to say about him. He's a guy. Not a name I recognize. Well, yeah, voice acting, huh? <laughs> Speaking of not having anything to say, nothing to talk about, let's just fucking dive into this, this summary. <laughs> yeah, we are. Oh, boy. So we start the re-entering at the second chromatic doors. All the events leading up to this point, like the first AB round vote and Quark's sudden illness, happen as they did in the director's room lock. Urged to pick once again, Sigma chooses to bring Alice and Kay through the blue door to the rec room. We play with some medieval weaponry and pool hall games to find the next AB cards and the key out. The three make their way out to the lower warehouse and identify the next round's white chromatic doors. Kay can't help but think he's been here before, to which Alice and Sigma say, duh, the first warehouse. The AB announcement punctuates the moment, and we run back to handle the situation. We find who else but Dio, accompanied by Clover and Fi, at the open AB room. While he's giving his shitty apologies, Clover takes the opportunity to wrestle something she saw him sneak out of the treatment center safe. The Neostigmine injection gun. Dio lunges to take it back and unfortunately has his way, as Luna and Tenmyoji enter to deliver some familiar news. Quark is missing, and the group breaks off to go looking for him. Sibica does a lap through the lounge and then the rec room, but turns back empty-handed. A panicked Dio runs in while we debrief Fi, Clover, Tenmyoji, and Kay, dragging us to the crew quarters, where this time, Luna and Alice have been found dead together. The two bodies are in the same state as the director's room lock, only discovered at the same time. The same accusations fly, but Fi at least reigns in Clover, telling her that Dio will get to nine points if she simply runs away. And so we return to the warehouse again. 
Kay stops us before the vote and requests we vote ally, since even if we betray and get the three points, we'll have to play another round. Despite the appeal, we vote betray. Oh no, Luna and Alice died again. Again. So sad. Oh no. Yeah, really, really struggling to have have stuff to say about this first this first door. Um, kind of retreading old ground. Rec room puzzles kind of fun. The darts game, I I skip it every single time. I'm like, no, I I understand what I'm supposed to be reading here. I do not want to do algebra. Yeah, there sure is a lot of math in in, <laughs> in this puzzle, this room specifically. Well, the other ones are normal. It's just like. Oh, you gotta you gotta get the you gotta get the thing and turn you know, put in the light bulb and then you turn on the the suits of armors and you just switch the weapon to smash the glass. You know, right? um, the other one's just like referring the pool one's fine. There's like a pool is like a pool puzzle where you have to like get the pool balls, but instead of playing anything that resembles pool, you're just matching a luminal reaction labeling the holes on the pool table to a diagram uh where the balls are colored and numbered regularly and then you have to put them in the appropriate holes based on matching that information see the amount uh the amount that i engaged with this puzzle was that i i saw the luminal reaction i turned the, the light off didn't bother to write it down and then just spent like three minutes brute forcing the puzzle by putting the <laughs> putting the balls into different holes and waiting for them to light up. What? I I truly could not be bothered what? to to exit the screen, go over, turn the light off, go over, look at like it it is it's too fiddly. He's um, writing the memos. Oh I, I didn't want to once I realized what I had to do, I didn't want to exit back out and do it again because I didn't know what the luminol was for initially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's about the state of like where I'm at with some of these puzzles is it's it's I was like barely any other puzzles in the room. <laughs> well, I liked I like just kind of wandering around and just like Mostly, it's just putting things into holes. Like it's just find 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 the circle, put it in the circle hole. Mm-hmm. Or in your case, taking the taking the triangle and putting it in the square hole because it fits, and then also putting the circle in the square hole because it fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty pretty middle of the road. It, it I I didn't find anything in this puzzle like super frustrating, but also clearly was not. <laughs> interesting enough for me to even bother to do it correctly using the the jukebox was kind of fun but really really i'm I'm, we're all we're just skirting around the most important stuff that happens in the room uh which is k gets to ride and i don't know what the actual term for these rides are they're like those like shitty little plastic animals that you see outside of grocery stores you Mm -hmm. put a quarter in and they just like kind of move in the most slightest elliptical shapes like it's like it's like it's walking forward or sometimes it just kind of vibrates mm-hmm. sometimes it just kind of shakes like well, the, like, the vibrating ones are better because those are at the mall and you can actually like move around on them you know about those no yeah no, those I haven't rule been, i haven't been to a mall in like there's like there's like, fr- there's like free roaming ones well it was more like a wait free free roaming like, yeah yeah, like... yeah 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 there's like on the ground <laughs> They're just like on the ground and they like shake enough for you to like move slightly forward and then you just like kind of steer it but it's just shaking 
and standing on the ground. And then Those you just rules. like leave it there. Yeah, yeah. There's usually like an enclosure, like an area dedicated to it. Kay Kay rides one of these, and he's like, "Yippee!" and has his hands up, and it's like, "All right." And I I don't think we mentioned it, but the uh the ride is designed like Zero the Third, like just a bunny that's in mid mid hop. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's it's a really good scene. Got him back. Some fun uh. Lo- or not Lotus, uh, Alice and <laughs> Oh my god. Alice Alice and Sigma bonding where there's a sort of inget disbelief that that Kay just jumped onto this ride and is just really having a great time. It prints out it prints out a uh like an instant picture of him on the ride um that he mm-hmm. gives to Sigma. It's very good. And then it goes into your inventory and it's an item. Mm-hmm. Because it has a password on the back or mm-hmm. something. That's where the jukebox codes are. Right, right. Probably, probably the the most the best thing in this game so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the closest thing to a a mid puzzle cutscene. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. We just, we just don't we just don't get those in this game. And uh, the the reason why the first game was good because it was just like, no, you're just doing stuff. It's it's not an escape room game. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's tied. It's tied between this and uh, the RE4 180 spin from from last episode. Yeah, I I had to turn the the game down to easy to get past the darts because I could not figure out the second route. Mm. Made sense once uh, Alice told me how to do it, but yeah, the the dart thing that I said I skipped. It's like it's a dartboard. It has three colors. There, you're given a key which shows like the colors on like a symbol in increasing sizes but then also there's arrows between them which you could read in the reverse order as like greater than or less than signs so there's one solution where it's like they need to, it needs to be like in this order in increasing va- like number values on the board and then also in the reverse order Mm-hmm. or reverse order of value and it's like this is annoying <laughs> like yeah like I, I i like i like taking notes i don't want to do like that that's like i think that's actual out al- i think you'd have to do actual algebra <laughs> to solve that or brute force it yeah i mean it's it's kind it's kind of brute forcing and i think knowing the order of the increments kind of rolls out most of the possibilities to start with mm-hmm this should be the puzzle that like I'm all on board with because I've been doing so much freaking variant Sudoku that is is just let's do algebra for two hours, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm that kind of freak, but uh, no, didn't didn't care for it. I just want to count stuff. I just want to count stuff. I like pick cross. <laughs> I don't I don't like this shit. You like pick cross when it counts for you. Yes, yes, I, exp- I explicitly will only play um, Jupiter's release of Picross after they've introduced the counting tool. Sorry, sorry to Mario Picross. <laughs> and also the one of the last puzzles in, uh, you know, a girl who shouts at the bounds of this love at the bounds of this world or that subtitle is. Yeah, remember that game? <laughs> also, also uh, subtitle uh, Picross in that game randomly. It's once. Great. That's, that's good. That's how it's you. Very good. That's how you know it's a visual novel. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're we're just free will in it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about finding Alice and Luna again that we didn't kind of 
touch on last time. They're I guess dead at the same time this time. Whoa. Yeah, there's there's like a slight twist. Um, it never actually comes back again, as far as I can recall. Um, no. We just fully move on from it. The framing of it is 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 maybe weirder uh, slightly than it was last time in that everybody just there's like five people there and they just all start doing the who could have murdered her like lay out all the possibilities trick um while there's those dead bodies below them and then mm-hmm. dio is eventually like this is kind of fuck weird but it never actually goes anymore beyond that <laughs> we no. just we just move on because fi tells us that we can't solve the mystery again yes yeah, it's, it's it's weird hopping in this late into the into the routes we'll have to do this a couple more times mm-hmm. and it's like i don't get i don't get any zero junior there's no there's only one there's there's fewer por- drawn uh, 2D drawn portrait cut-ins because people are dead at by the time of the vote. And it's like, uh, what what am I supposed to make of this? Yeah, it's it's very it was very disorienting because the last two routes that we played have been fully or started the beginning and then started basically the beginning as far as like where the branches are. Um and this one going down further into the route trying to understand the route as like being a separate sort of experience structurally than the other ones because i was initially kind of just engaged with it the same way that i had before um i had to kind of like make it conscious effort to be like okay now this this is actually like kind of nested underneath other information that we've already encountered and that's kind of why it feels so like kind of awkward compared to mm-hmm. the last one which you know, had had more of just a runway to go go from. I think next time might make a bit more sense because we're going to go back not to a door choice, but to the first AB vote. And then, and, right, because then we're going to vote and, like, people are going to be like, oh, you voted this way, now I don't trust you. And that's, mm-hmm. like, going to be a distinct thing. Whereas here it's just like, pick a door. And the doors are totally random. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we do, I guess we do get in this, in this route, the only, like, actual new bit of information really is K actually being proactive and, like, trying to plan the votes with you, mm-hmm. only to, only to then, you know, be real to be full of shit, but we'll get to that yeah. in a minute, which is, you know, something that I've kind of been wondering why this type of planning just do- is not happening in this game, really, for the most part. Like they're not playing Survivor very well. No, they 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 really aren't. They were playing Survivor much better in nine nine nine, and this game, you know, it, it's I'm just I'm I'm very confused at like how I'm supposed to understand the nonary game as functioning like within this this like larger science fiction story because it seems like it's just kind of there. It seems like they kind of forget about it for most of the most of the time until the announcer comes on it's just like hey you got to get your asses back to the warehouse and vote um and then everyone remembers about it again like people aren't discussing it they're ju- they're just like talking about it on like the very high level of you know i want to get out of this game obviously because it's a death game but they're not really like trying to break it apart in the way that they they were pretty immediately in 999 and you know in in most similar media i can pull to like how the participants sort of understand the game is like a big driving force of like the story or like the character dynamics. And it feels like that's mostly absent here, which is odd to be. 
well, it's odd at this fate like at the like the second time you're voting like no one's planning anything like come on Mm -hmm. like like first time yeah yeah, everyone's freaked out whatever everyone's just doing the thing you know it's it's the first it's the first game in saw where they're they're just freaking out Mm -hmm. um but you know but you know by the next one you know someone's got a someone's got a game plan yeah like what's all that downtime for if you're not gonna Mm -hmm. if you're not gonna you know make some back alley deals not gonna go and 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 give some scotch to timmy og and you know try and Get him to to vote for you. Mm-hmm. No, you're just gonna go murder a woman. That's mm-hmm. what you're gonna do. Much easier. Much easier yeah. to just to just kill the person. Um, mm-hmm. and hope that their bracelet combo doesn't match up with the door you need to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else, honestly, at this door? I feel like I feel like we just got here, and I don't I don't know if I have anything else to actually say. No, no. I mean, there's the I I've, I've decided we're gonna we're gonna couch the bad ending as it comes up instead of remembering that it that it exists at the end of the episode <laughs> uh, which is that it would happen here if you voted ally as k requested he would obviously betray you because duh and then and then he's like peace and no one can stop him because he's a, a big fuck off man in a gigantic armor yeah no one even tries uh, i don't think yeah he, they, they he just like, yell at him well, well, he like he like um he like suddenly has ninja speed and like just like appears at the at the verification for the nine door, mm-hmm. and then also I think pushes Sigma out of the way, and everyone's like Sigma, you're an idiot, <laughs> and then he's like uh, and then it goes game over, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, this is another thing that I was kind of ruminating over is like. The bad ends are very different in this than they were in 999. And obviously, I'm just going to continue to go back to that game because that's my only point of reference for anything, apparently, now. Mm. <laughs> it is taking over your mind. It's really... A, I'm I'm being fully, like, <laughs> morphogenetically controlled by, by, by Uchikoshi. Virtue pilled, I refer to it as in DMs. <laughs> you're, gonna, yeah. you're, getting, you're getting virtue pilled. Yeah. Well, well no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nine pilled. I'm going to oh, become virtue pilled. Oh, I haven't okay. taken the virtue pill yet. Okay. Still still fully fully sober on this game. But okay, what I was trying to say <laughs> is that the way that the bad ends are functioning in this game is just very underwhelming by comparison. I guess in a in a way like the normal endings are also sort of the same as the bad endings because they're, they're like substantial in the same way that the the bad ends in 999 were just like ends of the route yeah i mean 999 is different is that it doesn't have non-progressive end states Mm -hmm. like like even the ones that like everything that's labeled a bad end or game over in 999 still advances player knowledge in a way that you don't get here i mean i'll I'll say i'll say that also some game overs in virtuous last reward are weighted much more heavily than other game overs, mm. um, to the to the extent that some some are required. Okay. Whereas the ones we've hit now so far are not. Okay. Well, I will look out for those. Yeah. I'm just I'm just really really pining for some some good bad ends. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm I'm just being being left high and dry over here with this, you know, people just walking out into the sunset or. or the absence of a sunset, I guess. Well, the the issue is that like the possibility space for 
a bad end in this game is like made much smaller by the fact that murders just happen front and center in the middle of the Mm -hmm. route whereas like someone being killed on screen by a person is withheld until the end of the the non-true or um safe routes in mm-hmm. 999 and there's just like um like it's just always gonna be like oh this person gets out they tricked you <laughs> yeah it's i guess it's also the fact that like what happens to all the other characters is just kind of left is just kind of implied it's like oh well they're stuck in the game forever now mm-hmm. but it's like we don't get to see what that looks like we don't get like some morbid like description of people oh you want more game you want you want more text in this game i don't i don't i don't i i want something (laughs) i did i i'm just i'm really i'm really just like wanting something to actually have like an emotional weight to it versus i'm just getting like a ton of plot and like nothing to tie it together with like it's just it's it's very it's very dense but i'm like i'm like eating a eating a brick like there's mm-hmm. no flavor. Well, it's like it's like watch it's like reading the Lost Wiki without ever watching Lost. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. isn't that isn't that fun? Can't, I hope you're excited for that to continue. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking of continuing, maybe yes. We, <laughs> there yeah. you go. The AV results come in. All living players vote betray. Sigma grumbles to a K, still swearing he would have stayed with nine points. Dio is, for whatever reason, surprised Clover voted Betray, to which she reminds him that she literally said out loud in front of him that she would. Ted Mioji expresses no remorse for his vote, which has gotten the still-missing quirk to 9 BP. We split into pairs, with Phi begrudgingly taking along Dio, with K surprisingly requesting Sigma. We go to the infirmary and end up examining the dead woman's body once again noticing a strange gap in the blood splatter on her left hand. The two speculate on what could have been there when the obvious jumps out at them. The woman was to be a participant in the game, but had her bracelet taken away by one of the players, who has been lying extensively since the start of the game. Taking the obvious lead, they prepare to gather everyone in the rec room to do some luminal testing, after finishing their share of searching for Quirk. Continuing the rescue party, they go to the green door branch, where they notice has two doors unlocked, one leading to the treatment room Fi's group mentioned, while the other leads to the Golem Bay, which you'll remember we went to in the previous route. While we find nothing in our own search, we do catch Kay staring blankly at the open safe. He remarks it was completely empty, missing the key to his suit we found last time, so our pair proceeds to the treatment center to continue searching. In one of the treatment center pods, we find Quirk, safe asleep, but without his bracelet. Despite being completely unaware of Radical Six, Kay suggests he's probably in a treatment pod for a reason, and that we should even be for now. Instead, we meet up at the next chromatic doors, where only Phi and Dio are. We fill them in on finding Quirk in the extra room, leaving out our discovery about the old woman's arm, and then take them to the rec room to get the luminol. We convince Phi and Dio to hold out their arms, quickly turning off the lights and spraying them with luminol. Dio instinctively pulls away from the test, but Kay tackles him to the ground to reveal his glowing bracelet. The circus man admits to only the woman's death, not Alice or Luna's, revealing he was acting under orders from a source he refuses to share. Unwilling to negotiate, we lock a pleading Dio in one of the treatment pods until the next chromatic doors are ready to open. This segment was pretty pretty surprising to me in that it had one of like the first moments where I was actually intrigued by the mystery, and then 
immediately resolved it <laughs> like a screen a screen later um or not resolved it but answered the the most immediate question um that being oh somebody took the old lady's bracelet and is pretending to be in the game mm-hmm. oh turns out it's dio um we're, <laughs> we're gonna put him in a pod i mean in a, in a way i feel like the moment it's mentioned because of the order we went in and the way K probably killed Dio in the last route. And in some ways it's answered the moment we get there. But the the part, the part where like, he's like a participant who snuck in and the, the bracelet gap specifically, I think, I think is like the kind of the unique information that's here. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess answered in the sense that like the game is very like explicitly like puts all the information together for you and is, mm-hmm. and like has the character confess like, Thinking about the last route we did, where like, you know, we had we had that cryptic six one zero on on Clover's thigh mm-hmm. written in blood. Uh, what could that mean? Uh, mm-hmm. The game doesn't tell you. You know, it could mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely doesn't Quir- mean. Well, I'm I'm certain it has to do with Quirk, who killed everybody. Yeah, yeah, with his martial arts, uh, his medieval mm-hmm. medieval weaponry yeah. training. So I guess I was just a little surprised that the game actually didn't sort of like just leave that hanging as like an obvious thread uh in the way that it's mostly done so far which i'm I'm kind of interested to compare with future reveals because you know we've, we've sort of talked a bit about how this game is trying to stress that it's not a mystery in the way that 999 was and sort of get you to like not try and put the pieces together in the same way um and i feel like this might be tied up in that to where it's like no we're just going to give you the answer because what's actually important here is not that dio actually killed the the woman that's like a reveal later down the line it's that piece of information which is gonna tie into something else in our big sci-fi conspiracy plot i don't know what to actually make of that currently because none of that information exists now but i i I think it might be interesting yeah the 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 invitation to like think about this game is like a a proto lore right because the the last game was like in the shape of a puzzle box media thing but it was very much like actually like a very explicit mystery with like very specific parts this game is like asking you to like speculate wildly (laughs) Like, like, no, Dio is not from a circus. Actually, he's in a secret organization and he won't reveal his orders. Like, what? <laughs> like, why would I, why would I think that? No, he's a circus man. I mean, it's secret, secret order of, of circus men. Mm-hmm. It is weird how it's doing kind of both of those things at the same time. It's like telling you very explicitly, don't try and solve this mystery, but also almost taunting you with information about being just like, here's, here's all these the string of nonsensical like reveals that you know how how could they possibly fit together we're not going to tell you you figured mm-hmm. that out go ask reddit go check nox's 10 commandments maybe it'll come to you <laughs> we gave it to you you know can't no excuses <laughs> uh yeah you got to you got to take the reverse of the 10 commandments and then that'll open the secret vault that has uchikoshi's 10 commandments which is mm-hmm. actually how you solve the mystery I miss Digital Roots so much. <laughs> I miss that. It was such easy material. Uh, 
Now I have to read these dumb quotes that people who aren't playing the game uh, don't understand at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I hope people are playing along at home because I don't know how you, you make any sense of this without having, like, the game in front of you because I'm struggling and I'm playing the game. Have you checked the questions inbox recently to verify if anyone's... I have, yeah, yeah. Okay, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's there. It's still empty. Questions at critical.com. Send them in. Could also be just, you know, just quotes. Favorite okay. quotes. Send those in. Ask too. us about any video game. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll, we, will, we will interrupt the flow of this podcast to, mm-hmm. to talk at length about anything. Anything else? <laughs> anything else? <laughs> um, I do like this. I do like this game. That's the worst part. We're just, we're just, um, it's, it's funny the way 999 benefits from, um, playing it the way we did. And the way this game is just like, I, I'm, I'm like <laughs> tearing my brain out of my ears. Like, I'm like, this is the worst way to play this game. I'm hoping, I'm hoping by the end, I'll, uh, I'll, as you say, I'll get virtue pilled and, mm-hmm. and, and come around. I, I would like to not be, be a hater this entire however many episodes uh season i tried counting it the other day and it was actually smaller than i thought but then i didn't write it down <laughs> you gotta use the memos <laughs> yeah i did use them god i'm gonna start taking all of my notes for everything in the virtues last reward memos <laughs> screen um do you have anything else to say about this part of the route <laughs> i made a note that this is like there's a moment where it seems like actions from other routes are kind of starting to merge together in a way that kind of implies some sort of like morphogenetic fuckery happening in the background. That being Quark's already in the pod, Gollum Bay door is open, even though nobody, supposedly nobody op- uh, actually explored it. I don't necessarily have anything like to say about that other than. Well, I guess I'll have something to say about it at the end of this episode because um, it's informing some later things. To what extent do you think we, we've not talked about this and it's not actually like been said outright in this game. Um, but to what extent do you think the morphogenetic field is in this game? Just like say say the obvious thing. If you if you think it's obvious, I just want to be on the same page. I think it is. Um, and I mean, we had Clover sort of talking about being part of this big Hesper organization and okay. not being able to contact the outside world because there's some bigger esper and also i'm just assuming because it's zero escape maybe that's naive maybe maybe the actual important thing is an unary game and the big the big uh science fiction uh apparatus that held the whole first game together is <laughs> just not absent is absent in this mm-hmm. game which would be hilarious that would actually be uh that would undermine so much of what I think is going on in this game, but that would honestly be on on par par for the course <laughs> my prediction are going currently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, excited to see if that's true. But otherwise, do not have really anything to say about anything that happens in here. So yeah, let's uh let's take it to the end. Yeah, God. <laughs> we return to the lower warehouse after jailing the circus man. Sigma and Kay take off to look for Tenyoji and Clover, while Phi hangs back in case they return to the chromatic doors. We pass through the pantry up to the lounge without any results. Kay looks woozy in the lounge and reveals to us some of his memories return, which he describes in detail. 
Kay speaks of his father and his lack of a mother. He begins at his childhood, where he was raised in solitude with only his father, a silent grisly man who, to no exaggeration, wakes, does his research, and goes to sleep. Learning only from educational software, it takes Kay until his adolescence to realize something is wrong. At some point, he demands a mother from his father to break the absolute solitude of the facility. His father seems to comply, but reality gives him a sophisticated robot in the, made in the facility to assume caretaking roles. Kay remains unsatisfied and goes resentful of his father, until one day, a human woman suddenly appears. She regales Kay with stories of the outside world, with a girlish charm despite her age. She says she had come to assist in Kay's father's research, but spends most of her time pulling the boys together for their first family dinners while Kay learns his father's trade. A sense of normalcy grows over four years, only to be dashed completely. Kay overhears the woman discussing her impending death for the sake of the research. Kay demands an end to the project, but both the woman and his father say it must happen. Desperate to halt the research, to find some other way, Kay digs and digs into records of the facility. He learns much more sacrifice beyond the woman's death must occur, and that he is only a spare, made to continue his father's research should he die. In a fit of rage, Kay tries to destroy the facility entirely, but is talked down by the woman, who says she must go through with her death to save the one who is most dear to her. Overwhelmed, Kay shuts himself off from the world. We zap out of this flashback to a fried Kay requesting we leave him to rest, his sudden return of memory exhausting him. We exit the lounge to find Phi, coming to check in on us after a long, flashback-induced absence. Sigma once again starts rattling off the roots hanging mysteries when a loud bang pulls them into the hallway. A test of the elevator implies that someone just took it down, so they try following the ghost. They poke around the lower floor, finding no one living, but instead discovering a dead Dio having asphyxiated after the oxygen in the treatment pod was shut off. The two return to debrief Kay before heading down to the white chromatic doors with only seven minutes until their opening. Kay joins up slightly later, unveiling Dio's bracelet, tragically destroyed and unusable. Sigma, unwilling to continue alone, has flashes of what he saw in Clover's route, recalling that the neostigmine syringe Dio was holding could save someone from the imminent penalty. He returns to fish it off of Dio's person, but makes it back in time only to watch the doors close. The penalty immediately knocks all three to the ground. Sigma crawls over to Phi to administer the antidote, as Kay is still covered in armor. She curses him for not using it on himself before passing out entirely. In his foggy state, Sigma notices Kay's armor locked set to the open setting, and confronts him. Kay admits to getting out of his armor to kill Dio, slipping by Sigma and Phi with the facade, all for the sake of taking revenge for the old woman's death. He implies the facility we're in now is the one he grew up in before telling us a code for when we see a lion with two heads devouring the sun. Frustrated at being told to remember something seconds before being murdered, Sigma rips off Kay's helmet to find none other than his own face. At the same moment, the tubo curarine strikes and we reach the end of the route. Yeah, I'm not even sure how to, <laughs> how to start talking about this there's so much happening here and i don't know what to do with, with really any of it what games do you think um k played to to learn do you think he played zumbinis do you think they had zumbinis in 2025 well see i mean or... zumbinis is about you know you have to kind of trial and error and you're gonna lose some people on your your first round mm. through so then you have to go back and then you know how the puzzles work so you can save everybody and get out yeah you could you could say zumbinis is a death game huh? yeah it is <laughs> i mean in more ways than one honestly 
this is the peak puzzle box sort of moment where we get this like just all the lore and uh none of the pieces really fit together yet because it's all like setting up i guess future future stuff that we'll get so it's like okay we learned that k probably grew up here he may or may not be a robot feels sort of implied probably relating to the golems we found like there's sort of some like threads i can pull out oh you think you think k is the golem that was being talked about last time see i don't i don't know see it's like it's like it's speculation but i can't even like really be be bothered to speculate about it because it's just like it's very very immaterial to me we had kind of a similar thing we went down uh, clover's route in the in the first episode where you know she just gives this long elaborate backstory about everything that she's been doing and then the route ends and it's like cool okay don't 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 really know like how to situate that into the plot it's like it's like i'm getting people's individual character wikis uh as like a reward for getting to the end of this route mm-hmm. and, and all these, you also get a jpeg of them Oh yes, I, little, I, little I get the stamp. I get the stamp on my on my. It's like the cards in uh, the the cargo bay. Oh yeah, yeah. I, eventually, I'll be able to open the open the safe and get the pens out and do the mm-hmm. do the magic square. Mm-hmm. There's like moments of the backstory that were like kind of interesting as just like a like a very small like sort of short story character thing for K, but as of now, I've I've really have like not been able to put those into like a larger um, relation to like the game itself in like any way that feels like I'm not just like wildly speculating at at what might happen which I guess is like what the game wants me to do and also feels kind of like I'm being tricked by the game because it knows I'm gonna do that and is like actively trying to resist being unraveled like a mystery well I mean uh, let me pull let me pull together some like obvious questions connections that I feel are obvious at this stage or like speculation points that are maybe no, not connections but speculation points that's more accurate because it's not we don't have like answers yet but mm-hmm. like i i guess the thing i would take out of k's anecdote is like this the this nonary game is like somehow attached to his father's research right and like what could that possibly achieve <laughs> and and like what is what is the nonary game been used to achieve in the past which are both pieces of information that are stated in this game um so we so we actually hit a lock and past cleared it in this route um when uh the doors are getting ready to close and sigma has like the sepia tone flashbacks um and then he's like oh the neostigmine um that's actually gated if you don't clear clover's ending you will stop there and you'd have to come back to that lock and continue the game from that point interesting the game requires you to have actually read the part of the game where Neostigmine is described as an antidote. And also, coincidentally, that route includes explaining what the Nonary game was, the original Nonary mm. games were, and what they were for, right? That does happen after the the flashback, though, after Kay's flashback. Yes, but like but like the culmination of the route. Right. Still is is still hindered on that. Right, where we where we get Kay's reveal that he murdered mm-hmm. Dio. So you'd you'd either like have to know it already, or you'd hit that lock. You'd like hit that lock right after getting that info dump. Go play Clover's route, and then come back, and it'd kind mm-hmm. of be sandwiched together. Yeah, this this to me at least seems like further confirmation that the, the morphogenetic field is is playing some 
some role in this because that was kind of the the impetus for the first nonary game of you know you got the rats in the maze and if they're scared they have more uh ingenuity and they can access the morphogenetic field i'm pretty sure that's how that worked it's danger danger and epiphany danger and epiphany okay there we go <laughs> gonna gonna pass my my morphogenetic uh 101 class mm-hmm. so then yeah we have this the second nonary game where K is in this facility where his father is doing some kind of research that explicitly requires suffering of apparently a large amount of people to be achieved, which sounds pretty similar to what was happening in the first nonary game. Yeah. This is the third nonary game, and neither right. the second. Right, 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 right. I'm gonna get fucked up by that <laughs> forever. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss that question real bad on the exam. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, cool. The nonary game is functioning the same way possibly as it did in, in 999 despite having this rabbit AI and the secondary prisoner's dilemma tacked onto it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't, It's like, I, I guess maybe like I kind of just took that for granted because it is the nonary game again. Like, mm-hmm. I think... To me, it is like kind of implicit that like the the goals of the game or like the larger function of it, even on just like a thematic level, should have some some overlap. I mean, like a sequel. Yeah, yeah, kind of like a sequel, <laughs> kind of like a ge- like a like a piece of media that follows another. Well, this is this is actually for new players. I can't. I can't imagine. Like, what do you get? What do you get from this if you're a new player? Like, what is holding? What is holding you together? Like, holding the game together enough for you to keep moving forward? If you're not wanting to know what's happening, <sighs> curiosity. No, I. Who's who's see, the old lady? The uh, K's K's mom. There we go. But who's K's mom? His his father's assistant. See, see, this is this is kind of where I'm at with the, with this game. Is like I am like waiting for it to like give me more than just like random pieces of information to kind of like hold on to. Like it feels like there is no core to this game yet in the way that there was in Nine Nine Nine. Of like even even just like on like an aesthetic level. Right now, it's giving me like a lot of information and sort of asking me to speculate about it. But it's like, why? Why do I care about the information other than caring about, I guess, questions abstractly um, and wanting to put them, find the answers to them? Like, like what? What are the themes of this game? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say that I playing this game more slowly than I have in the past. Um, I, I agree that like. By by this point in like a route route based game, I'd like like for some some kind of groundwork to be like clearly developed. Um, I'll say being a little more charitable is that I don't I don't think that there's like nothing there, but I do think the game is bad about instilling a sense of curiosity because of mm-hmm. how flat the character and narrative design work for the individual routes is. I think I think the game is like one large piece is a thing that I still feel affection for. And like, I, I think there's still something interesting there, but like, damn, these individual routes are just like, 
all right, pick the green door and then vote and and then we're and then the ladies are gonna die and all right and then, yeah. yeah and and that's and that's really what i what I mean is because like there's clearly stuff happening in this game like this is not like incidental and like i'm I'm sure some of these pieces or it sounds like all of them most of them will will come together by the end, but like you know if I'm playing casually and I'm just like, oh, I want a cool story, I'm gonna play this zero escape game i don't know anything about this series i'm picking up for the first time on my 3ds you know i get i get i think i'm at like 12 hours into the game now and like 12 hours pretty pretty sure around there is what my in-game clock is at damn and i'm like i'm that far into the game and it's like i don't know what this is about like i'm just being kind of dragged along with like the string of backstory that i can't like make sense of like like I, if if I was playing like casually, I, I fully would have like dipped by this point. I think the thing I want to say about the rate that we're playing is that we're playing much more slowly than I think a casual player would, because like we're we're like playing each route individually and like kind of chewing on that by itself. But like I, I feel like I feel like this game is very much about compelling you to be like, well, what if I went back and voted betray? You know what what happens then? And then like having more of like a rhythm to the routes in succession rather than being like actual terminal points. Um, I, I, w- I wish the game did something structurally to like build that in mm-hmm. to one route. Like this is, I mean, this is the problem with like when you have route based games that it's either really difficult to make them compelling in individual terminal points. And it, that never really happens or it becomes like very, very complicated. Mm hmm in the ways that which they are connected or, or you just make a kinetic novel, you know, <laughs> or you just make a kinetic novel and you, and you get mostly the same effect. Yeah. I, I think the structure is really doing this game, at least currently, maybe it'll, maybe I'll change by the end of it. But mm-hmm. currently I feel like the structure is doing this game a bit of a disservice because it is, it's making everything much more complicated for me to understand. And I think it's spacing the information out in such a way that like i don't have the same curiosity that i had in 999 to like go back and play like there's there has not been like a point in this game so far where i've been like damn that was a cool reveal i want to i can't wait to record this episode and get to play the next part (laughs) which definitely did happen in 999 like there were there were moments in that game where i was like wow i totally didn't see this coming now i'm like really interested in how that's going to recontextualize the next route and this one is just like cool i learned about k learned about clover learned about this lion it's like i don't have that curiosity because it hasn't like i don't even know like where i should point it like i don't have like enough of an idea of how of like the structure of the game or like how the pieces could fit together like i can't mm-hmm. e- i can't like speculate enough to like be like okay what if i go back here and then check this thing that now i have this extra context for like currently i'm just kind of like waiting for the game to like put some of it together so that i can then like i'm waiting for the like the shape of the game to become more visible um because right now i'm just like just looking at a flow chart and just like, well, mm-hmm. I, I see the lines are connected. So clearly something's going to happen at these branches, but like, fuck me if I know what, what it is or like how it relates to what happened way over here in this other route, which I just kind of, I guess 
I guess I assumed was kind of more of the goal of like having a game with this type of, of routing. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't really have a very big history with visual novels or like route based games like this. So this, this might just be my ignorance with the genre um, and expecting something different, but like, you know, see, seeing a big branching flow chart, I sort of assume that, that structure will kind of be more transparent in the game and kind of inform how I understand it more so than just a decision tree, I guess. I I, I don't know if that made any sense. Yes. I, I think I am. You're like wishing the, the way in which we navigate to node to node was kind of instrumentalized in like the, the narrative events in in some ways, whether, whether or not it's like stated that that's what's happening or like, was just like taken advantage of and putting events parallel to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause, cause I, I mean, I, I brought up, you know, before just because I'm like pining for a better game. <laughs> um, but also because like that game is like, th- that game is one, the flowchart that is like the flowchart visual novel. That is like, I regularly credit as the first game to like have a pictorial depiction of the ways in which the different routes in the game branch from each other. And that game is very, very skilled. Like that game is very, very good at being like, Hey, you're looking at, you you like so you have again and you know you have to this is a route based game where you physically go through the routes have to leave jewels your character leaves a jewel at like a time location and then when you go to the flow chart um those are like the thing those are like your like in universe sci-fi like save states that you can load to right and because of the way items are placed in this adventure game you have to like go from one um node on some disparate branch and then go to the other one and that's like a really good way of like like no you have to physically you have to know you as be player knowledge for you to know that you need to be able to pick up before this point and then need to go find the other point and move there and that's like it's a very wide um uh flowchart too like i it's like it's probably like six ish hours of read if you're reading all the new new text it's probably about like six ish hours to go from beginning to end a lot of it has overlap in the way that so like auto read clears it but like it is a large game but it is very good at connecting disparate events that are parallel to each other Mm -hmm. right because because it branches similar events across timelines in the way that this game does but it's there's just like there's just a much better and really a much simpler mechanism for kind of kind of activating events across routes um and relating them to other routes mm-hmm. it's so fucked up that you're like making me talking up you know, I know. <laughs> it's 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 evil you, like, you know you know also um resolves in a mostly kinetic uh, uh high fantasy route where you like um like sleep like sleep with your daughter you like have your daughter yeah it sucks it sucks that um that's video games um we should don't need to talk about that anymore uh, <laughs> um we'll go to our uno podcast some other time god mystery sucks really like Phi telling sigma that he looks like a weak old sock <laughs> in this round She's like, you look like, you can not, not you just look like, look like shit or expressing concern. Like, damn. <laughs> you look like a sock that has been worn for a week straight. Damn. Fi, like, not really much of a character, but does have really good insults when she wants to. 
Well, I like her. Um, I like her in the the previous section where she's like, "Fine, I'll take Dio." Like, like, like I guess I'll die. Like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna have to be put up with him anyway. Mm-hmm. Might as well get it over with. Weirdly, haven't actually talked about Dio like at all this route, despite him being like just there constantly doing mischief. Burger circus man. He got. In, he snuck into the game. It's so funny imagine, imagining Dio as any kind of sneaking into anything. Like <laughs> he has a hat that adds like like six inches to his height. <laughs> just ri- ridiculous. If it turns out, I, I know it won't because that would be ridiculous. But I would fully believe that the Dio just made up an entire backstory of being part of an agency. Oh, that would rule. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah. He, he's part of the agency because they forced him in here to they, to kidnap his son and said, if you don't go into the nonary game and kill mm-hmm. this old woman, we'll, we'll, we'll kill your son. This is this is part of the orders that he received to protect his son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, has to, he has to say this. God, I, I miss I miss Dio. I miss Dio. I miss uh, uh, Zero the Third. You know, all my favorite characters disappear in. Mm-hmm. I guess then we have this we have this last bit about Sigma seeing Sigma. You are me. <laughs> it's um I didn't I am I, always you. God. I did I did note that like this is the first time as far as I can tell, this is the first time in the game, not through a camera of some kind that we've actually seen Sigma. Um, because we see briefly his hand when he's injecting Phi with the the not dying medicine i probably already forgotten what it is um, <laughs> okay t- you struggle neostigmine neostigmine yeah and we see his hand briefly which i guess kind of dispels my suspicions that he might just be a complete just like manifestation and not actually real in the world in any particular way so that may I guess that's a bit of a disappointment that he's not actually just like a ghost or something. Oh, you're you're disappointed that he's not like essence or like Yeah. Having having like a physical body, I guess he could still be a vampire, potentially. That's still on the table. Yeah. Well you have to go read a different Ishikoshi game for that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I have anything else to say about this yet. Yeah. Got that password. Write down that password. Go back and read that note if you didn't write that password down. Yeah, I did. You, I did write you, that down. I did put that in my in my notes. I'm I'm not. You, dear listener, need to know the password. Mm-hmm. I'm no Sigma. I write things down. Sigma Sigma is like the anti Columbo in that he refuses to write anything down. Mm-hmm. But he is also just a guy, so I guess they have that in common. Just a guy. Uh, got anything anything else to say about this ending before we no. we move on to our final segment? Mm-mm. Yeah, this is kind of kind of a shorter episode, you know. Uh... Um, sorry, sorry, listeners, couldn't nothing we could do about it. But you know, to make up for the the loss of deep analysis that you come to expect from from zero context, uh, I did find uh, in my in my safe in my home, I found these additional rules. That sort of are gonna uh, help me help me uh, survive the notary game. Did you get the gold file too? No, I I, I had to put it on easy mode, so okay. I might be I might still be missing some stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, you can clue me in on this. 
so these additional rules, here we are. Uh, I have to get nine points to escape the nonary game, nine BP. And the way I'm going to do this is to expertly predict uh, nine things that are going to happen throughout the rest of this game. And these are going to be scored based on the following uh, point values. So I get three points if I'm completely accurate and, and get them perfect right on. Two points if they're mostly correct, but I get, you know, some small details wrong or I don't know, other, otherwise slightly off. Uh, and I lose two points if they're just completely wrong, did not happen, and or were outright <laughs> rejected by the game. Uh, unfortunately, Axe is going to determine uh, which of the buckets my predictions fall into. Welcome to my kingdom. <laughs> so I'm not sure yet if we'll do these as they happen in the game. Or we'll wait until the very end of the, the show to sort of run through all of them. That'll probably make more sense. I mean, if they're unavoidable, and if they, if they get answered, I guess we can track them as they get answered. And then we'll do, like, a roundup at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure that out. See, this is what it was in the gold file I didn't have. Mm -hmm. um, so, without further ado, let me let me open my safe again, grab out, grab out these uh, predictions. Okay, so, I've written down nine predictions. Uh, I ordered these. Uh, this is a special little little treat, I guess. Uh, I I did one for each character, and I ordered them roughly mm -hmm. in uh, in what number I thought the character would have vis-a-vis -vis their partner in nine nine nine. Oh, their pair. Yeah, some of them are are closer than other. Mm -hmm. So, tradition one, uh, Tim Miyogi is zero senior who entered the game to complete his research on how suffering allows access to the morphogenetic field. Mm, you think he's you think he's Kay's dad? Mm-hmm. Okay. Our prediction two, Quark, was put into the game as a host for Radical Six to test its effect before wider release. Mm-hmm. Three, Dio is working for the terrorists who want to release Radical Six, put into the game to steal the virus from the research facility. Mm-hmm. Four, uh, Clover will kill Zero Senior, allowing her to access the morphogenetic <laughs> field and contact Snake, who rescues the survivors. <laughs> is, that, is that like, is that like an, just a, an ending or like the ending? Uh, you'll you decide. Uh, <laughs> you decide if I get points if I if, if those happen or not. No, no, I want I want you to. I, no, I need to know. You'll you'll get the points either way, but I need to know if you think that is. The 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 pet like the culmination of the game or just like an ending that will happen. When I was writing these, these are only the like the culmination, the true full complete ending. That's mm, how I, okay, I okay. conceptualize them. Okay, okay, okay. All of these things are happening all in one route somehow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, five. Uh, Sigma is just a host for an AI, which is reenacting prior notary game simulations that are what we see through the security cameras. Six, Luna is the robot mom K rejected, left to participate in the game due to her caretaker programming. Seven, Alice is in fact the mummy from 999, defrosted and turned into a secret agent. <laughs> All ice, baby. I'm, I'm praying it comes back. Really, really. If I get all the other ones wrong, I just, I want that one. <laughs> I'll rewrite the game. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. 
Uh, K is a robot clone of his father put into the game to finish his research on if artificial intelligence can interact with the morphogenetic field. And nine, uh, Phi exists in all timelines simultaneously and is trying to prevent the completion of the research having seen its effects. Mm. Mm. So these are my predictions. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've really been communing with the morphogenetic field and looking through possible pathways, and I feel pretty confident that all of these things will happen. These point, this point system is really stacked against you, I must say. I wanted, I wanted to be to be generous. Well, the it, penalty hit after just when you hit zero, or after all of them are evaluated. Uh, see again, it's in the it's in the green oh. or in the green in the in the gold file. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the green folder has. Um, oh my god! So you you decide if you want to, if I die and you want to uh, finish the podcast on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you you could get to decide that. <laughs> Yeah, so look forward to um to watching me walk out of the nine door in <laughs> however many episodes. Well, it's just a listen. We're a sound novel, not a not a visual novel. Damn. Uh, okay. Um. In any case, uh, until until that happens, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm at boo. It's Natalie. You can support Critical at coffee.com/slash/critical. And you should send all of your questions to contact, or qu- no, to questions at critical.com. Axe, what about you? Uh, you can contact, you, you, you can't contact me anywhere. Um, <laughs> actually, you can contact me m- multiple places. I've, I've, I've opened DMs on every platform I'm on, um, much, much to my own danger, um, mm. ill-advised. Don't yeah, do it. The nonary game of social media has ended, so all the routes are open. Mm, I see, I see. Um, I'm on Twitter at wing underscore blade underscore. Um, and uh, I've been I've been tweety. I've been tweety lately. You can you can tweet at me. You can tweet about you can tweet about me. You can tweet. Uh, please talk shit about me on Twitter.com. No <laughs> one's ever done it before. It's it's really upsetting. Uh, I don't I don't really have the Twitter experience because no one's uh, been mean to me. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, send Axe hate mail. Send me questions. Mm-hmm. We will, yeah, we'll we'll pick both of those back up next episode. Okay, so uh, until next time, Axe, what are we what are we playing? Um, this time, real easy. Um, you're just gonna go back up to the first known um AB game. Not going back to the first nonary game. You can't do that in any of these games. Um, you're going to go back to the first AB game, and you're going to vote Betray against Luna. You're going to betray Luna. Aren't you a sicko? Aren't you fucked up? Um, and that's just going to take us all the way to the ending. No other choices after that. Yeah, yeah if, if you if you actually, if you hit, um, if you tap nine times in the right corner of the, the start screen, you actually open up 999 within mm-hmm. uh, Virtue's Last Reward, and you can play a better game. Oh, it's game. like second gen Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Just put the put the first game in the second game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I can I can I uh, system link with nine 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 and and swap characters from uh, from games? No, but we can do proximity based multiplayer and and play the prisoners baby <laughs> game against each other. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <sighs> Well, 
on that note, uh, make sure to tune in next time. Make sure to ally with your favorite podcasters and have a nice trauma. <laughs> <laughs>